I'm Kieran. And I'm Eve. This is Kitchen Table Cult. Where two quiverful escapees talk about our experiences in the cultish underbelly of the religious right. Hi, Eve. Hey, Kieran. <laughs> Kieran's laughing at me because I have a ridiculous setup here it's, going on. It's great. So what I see... I made from, a blanket for it? <laughs> yeah, from my screen is like the stick of an umbrella... And then, like, you're surrounded in, like, a really fluffy cloud of blanket. <laughs> Look, Dave told me I sounded too live last time, so I am taking some cues from another podcaster, and uh, I made a blanket for it around my computer monitor. It looks great. I would make a blanket for it if it were not hot and stuffy in my apartment it's right now. It's going to be so hot and stuffy in this in a minute. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. How are you? I am all right. It's been a weird couple weeks. Remember how, like, when we did the last podcast, we were like, oh, it'll be fine. We can totally do a podcast next week. And then we needed to go out in the streets and organize. Yeah, and then there was an uprising. The revolution started. (laughs) It's been a lot. Uh, And you also got trans married. Yeah. Yeah. I am now um, incorporated and have all of the, like, benefits as married couples do because a registered domestic partnership in California is treated the same way. So it's great because it's not, like, actually being married where it's total bullshit, but I still, like can get health care and also now my parents won't be in charge of my health if shit goes bad so that's like which super is relieving. relevant to conversation yes yeah. super relevant to conversations we're gonna have in a minute here yeah but yeah big congrats um yeah so okay what did i tell our after dark listeners that i haven't told our, our regular listeners i forget um, in terms of updating them. mostly we've been doing like protest support we both have been yeah. doing that in our respective areas. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm doing as much as I can from, like, my little place ensconced in the woods where, um, you know, the closest thing to a protest is a, a not anything, really. Like, there was, like, in my town, there was, like, one little lady sitting in front of the little Confederate monument in the courthouse square with a, like, George Floyd-related poster, and that's it. Ah. <laughs> For like one day. Yeah. Um, but no, I've been actually helping some organizers in Roanoke and I've been like, I went out to Richmond and took some notes and uh, hung out around the protesters on Monument Avenue and saw what was going on there. It's, uh, it's heated. I was, so I stood out with some friends in front of the uh, Stonewall Jackson statue on Monument um, and they've been going out there to protest every morning. They're like, we're taking the morning shift. So That's cute. adorable. <laughs> and so they're going out there with their little cardboard signs and they came out on this this statue that's in the middle of this roundabout in this traffic circle. And so they're like walking around it to like make sure that they get all the in- in- oncoming traffic like to see it, which is nice. like really adorable. Yeah. Um, and it was like a, probably like a 60% positive response rate, either like honking and like the the black power fist symbol, like – you know, um, and then there was a whole lot of like getting flipped off and like go home, you're losers. 
<laughs> like the, the, sure. the insults are not they're, the insults are never creative no. like really just ah I, I wish they would get better material because it would be more fun right um but as it stood i ended up just telling them all to suck my dick and it was really fun nice that is the and correct response caught in, in a thunderstorm amazing um yeah and then that night i went to like another another thing that was like rich richmond has had a lot of really um amazing response um to police violence this last week but that week was the i was there in kind of a lull and so it was it was interesting it was more like vcu kids wanting to hang out and smoke weed in the park rather than like do anything and somebody had the audacity to give a cops are people to speech and uh, i thought that was the point where i was like oh, i'm nope. out <laughs> nope <laughs> I'm sorry, you weren't born in blue. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you made that choice. Mm-hmm. You have, you get to suffer the consequences of that decision. Right, That's we all have works. to suffer the cons- consequences of our decisions, and unlike those of us who are queer, uh, you chose it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. So we have a lot of things we want to cover. Um. Mm. Yeah, where like, do we want to start? But I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, which direction do we want to go? Well, let's start with the Obviously, other other thing that you've been organizing. Oh god! And then we can segue into oh the god. other stuff. Okay, so I've been helping with two different things. I've been helping with like writing some of the defund the police like letters around appealing to the city council here in Roanoke, which is the next big city to, near to me, which was shitty because they it didn't get passed and uh you know they they got flooded with our 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 letters and and it was really great to be able to help with that language and to help put that together but like watching the the black mayor of roanoke literally doze off in the middle of various city council members arguing about defunding the police was just like so disheartening Mm. just so disheartening um, and they ended up voting on the budget, which increased the police budget by, I believe, several million and cut spending for arts and education in proportional uh, numbers. It was just bad. No, it that was bad. sucks. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we'll remove the Robert E. Lee mo- monument downtown. And everybody's like, that's not that's, what we want. No. The Robert E. Lee monument is not killing people in the city jail. Right. Yeah. Like, whatever. We can go piss on that. Yeah, exactly. We, we got this. You take you take care of the other thing. We can remove this statue ourselves. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, please. Oh, my God. I just so... Okay. So here's the other thing that's been going on. And it makes me want to pull my hair out. So if you're a longtime listener of the show, you know that I went to Grove City College, which is a conservative Christian college presbyterian affiliated in western pennsylvania north of pittsburgh and i um i'm not their poster child alone i just really (laughs) am not i keep causing trouble there um some friends and i a few years back like uh we dropped a bunch of like zines that we had made about like kind of like where we wrote about exploring our queerness um, for homecoming, we like dropped 500 on campus. 
we organized a protest for Mike Pence speaking at commencement and uh, like a, a petition to to uninvite him. Um, we've arranged a petition. It was the originally called the Vision and Values Conference. It's now the Faith and Freedom something. Oh, yeah. Um, wait, same diff. And um, it's organized by this professor, Paul Kangor. And last spring, or at this time, actually, like, thank you, Facebook Memories, for, like, jogging <laughs> me on this. Um, there's a, another day I pissed them off. I got to remember that. Anyway, so last spring, <laughs> we created another petition with, like, a bunch of signatories because they were hosting ADF at this oh, conference. Yeah. Can you tell our listeners who may not be, like, super up on it what ADF is? Oh, yeah. So the Alliance Defending Freedom. We've talked about this before in any episode where we mentioned Mike Ferris. Um, but... <coughs> Excuse me. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Uh, but they uh-huh. they uh, organize basically. It, it's just a religious conservative Christian think tank lobbying they like arm. To, they, it, like they do it's a bunch like of, they like, stuff, right? Yeah, they 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 basically think that that they're the ACLU of conservative Christian religious freedom. Yeah. And they kind of flood the course with these, like, time-wasting cases. They're responsible for um, Masterpiece vs. Cake Shop um, in Colorado. <clears throat> They're responsible for a whole bunch of other ones that you're, you're familiar with. They just – they are not just reply guys of, like, legal filings about religious freedom. They are, like, actual organized and yes. fully, fully, fully salaried trolls. Yeah. And and to host them at a like Christian Liberties conference for a a like like Grove City was so much more liberal than anything I'd grown up with. Like it's very conservative, but it was like so much of a halfway house for me that it just like shocks me that they would like step that far right Mm -hmm. to have ADF. So we petitioned them about that. And so, of course, now, you know, all the Black Lives Matter stuff is coming up. Um, there's a group I'm in with a bunch of alums, and we were like, we should do another petition about Black Lives Matter because Grove City is 99% white. There's no people of color on faculty. Like, the leadership's all white. Like, it's just – and, you know, they're exempt from Title IX, which, like, gives them even more, like, authority right. in that regard. Like, my year, there was, like – a handful of Asian students and like two black students and they were routinely like surprised to find themselves in promotional materials for the college like they weren't consenting to it they just kept being like like one of them I remember him he just like was like look I just walked into student union and there's my face on a banner well how here we go Mm -hmm. you know like shit like that so Anyway, like, I I don't know. Uh, I didn't take a class with Paul Kangor, but like, apparently he's got a history of like kind of defending the whole cultural Marxism is as a as a concept, and and like that's identified as like a anti-Semitic conspiracy theory right. by the Southern Poverty Law Center, and and he's written 
around it as if it's fine, like as if that's only like one extreme use of that term, which is like, no, it's always been a dog whistle. It's only ever been a dog whistle. Yeah. Anyway, so long story short, it was this collaboratively drafted document. The woman who had started it, her dad needed to have an emergency surgery. She was traveling, so I took over with like collecting signatures and editing. And um, someone who was had graduated from the history department, so I thought he was, you know, very up to date on this stuff, had written this whole section, basically asking for Paul Kangor to um, resign. And there was a phrase about him uh, perpetuating white supremacist thought, which is still up for debate. And and my my friend who wrote that section like stands by his analysis of the, his of this man's scholarship. Mm-hmm. And I got this long email. First of all, there was like a, a counter petition by students who were like, you're slandering this man and like Matthew 18 and like, this is libel. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, like every, every appeal from these people assumes that I'm still a Christian. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Paul Kangor emailed me directly and was like, I'm only emailing you this once. I've talked with my lawyers I have a black son who we adopted. He is, like, really upset by this. You guys have hurt my family. We spent the last four days grieving. And I'm like, look, I wouldn't wish this, like, internet scrutiny on my worst enemy. It always sucks. Like, I also, like, we haven't finished getting signatures on this. We haven't finished editing this. This has gone, been distributed by trolls who, like, were distributing it for the sake of, like, inserting innuendos so we had like fake names inserted in there we had uh b-i-p-o-c turned into b-i poop throughout the entire document oh my god so like this was being like spread for the sake of trolling it and like really fucking with us because people were mad and so that's why it like started getting like these little conservative christian newspapers like started picking it up and like ran an article about how I am a Black Lives Matter, like, mastermind architect activist or something. Disgruntled LGBTQ activist in another one. Um, and I'm like, I was just editing this thing. Like, I locked it so I could clean it up. I, like, took it over to protect it. Like, right. And I was, like, accepting all of the signatures, which meant that my email address is at the top. So it's just been a long few days. And, like, we sent it in yesterday we, like, took out the Ken Gore bit because we felt like it was distracting from our message. Not because mm-hmm. we are standing down on it. Right. But, like, that's not the time or the place or the forum for that. Like, we can do that later. Yeah. Um, but the interesting thing is that, like, I still am getting random emails from burner accounts. Um, one, like, trigger warning... Like, I'm getting, like, death and rape threats where they're like, I hope you, like, get raped by a black man and die. Like. Oh, my God. Stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. Um, another one told me that <laughs> intersectional social justice work had no place in Christianity. And I'm like, do you even know what intersectionality <laughs> is? Bro. <laughs> Have you read the um, Beatitudes? Have you heard of Jesus? This guy, like, who hung out with prostitutes? I don't know. Um, Just, you so, know, 
<laughs> Read your Bible a little bit, maybe. A little bit more closely. Uh, so it's a whole thing, and I just... Like, that's, those are just a couple samples of, like, the kind of shit I'm getting. And I'm like, okay. I, on one hand, like, I chose to be that face because I already have this kind of, like, reputation with the college of, like, organizing these things. And, you know, I don't usually write them. It's usually a collaborative effort, but I'm the right. one who coordinates it. Because I'm like, no one else is going to step up, so why not? And... And that's fine. And I'm, like, I'm down for that. And I've also, like, <laughs> been receiving these kinds of, like, random rape and death threats on the internet since 2014. Right. So I'm not <laughs> super shocked by it. I'm not super faced. But it still, like, sucks every yeah. time it happens. But at least I'm not, like, somebody who's, like, totally green at it being, like, bowled over. So yeah. I'm glad I, like, took the lead on it. But also, whoa, I'm so exhausted. Yeah. I'm so exhausted, Kieran. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is... Exhausting and ridiculous. Yeah. And not surprising, but like, holy shit. No, and like, the things we're talking about are like, you know, I, I'll, I'll just like defend this guy a little bit. Like, I love the, the head of the English department. He really impacted my life in amazing, amazing ways. I would not be a good professor if I had not studied under him, like he really gave me like a lot of direction for how you could basically he, he was like in the like positive sense of like pastoral ministry. He was using his role as a professor to like really do that. And so there's like a lot of like human connection and like empathy and um, just like practical responses to crisis that he like modeled that are really great. But the, the man, the man is like, uh, he's a Faulkner expert. Like, Faulkner's his, like, area of study. And that's, that's great. Um, but, like, so he has this read, he had this, like, Southern Lit course that he got the college to put, to, let him put together. Which was kind of his way of, like, both, like, getting his, 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 you know, scratching his itch on his, like, personal expertise. But also, like introducing a whole lot of um african-american authors mm -hmm. and we read a lot of really good stuff but like there's no african-american literature there's no like african literature like these these courses don't exist there's like quote right. unquote, world literature who was taught like when i was there by this woman who like would regularly like make orientalist jokes and be like haha did i say that oh my um God. Right. And so, you know, this is like what you're up against. This are, these are like the, the most like liberal edges of this department. And so like I didn't read Baldwin. Like I wow. didn't read Baldwin. Holy shit. Right. So uh, clearly there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and so it's it's like we're pointing out all of these things. We're pointing out, like, you know, the, the the need for change. And it just, like, like, my other petitions have just gotten kind of, like, an eye roll. Right. Like, so this is a this is a very different response, which is super telling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Paul Kengor, I asked to speak with him to kind of debrief on it mm -hmm. after I emailed him. 
the whole correspondence is online. You can see the whole thing. I was trying to be transparent. He made time to talk to college fix or like some like bullshit D level newspaper Mm -hmm. about this and not time to talk to me. I mean, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Do you? Yes, but explain it for, for our friends. It means that he's not actually interested in peacemaking or in discussion. He is only interested in scaring us into silence. Yep. Which, of course, hi, I have so many tourist placements. You're not going <laughs> to on that one. Oh, buddy. I might wait 10 years, but I'll do it. <laughs> it's not a threat. It's just like, a, like I, you're hiding things. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to let that go. So anyway. All right. I'm going to send you a picture. I can do a chat on this, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, Hang on. I'm going to actually send you like uh, a URL for a news article. And then you'll see the picture that's attached to it. And I want you to describe to our listeners what you see here. Okay. I'm clicking the link. Because <laughs> it's just a, a lot. The computer is slowly loading. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fill us in. All right, so it's a mask. And on this mask, is like a sepia-toned picture. It's like a quilted mask with like like black piping around a white field. Yeah, and then it's like someone like put a square Polaroid that's sepia in the middle of it, but it's fabric instead, so it has like weird white ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway... Uh, it's a bad crop. It's a very bad crop. It's it's so bad. And on one side of the mask is someone wearing a clan outfit, costume, hood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other side is someone who is dressed like a, um, I don't, a caricature of a black man. It's, um, it's and like, I don't know if it's, it's blackface because I can't it tell. It is blackface. It is. It's like it's minstrel. It's hardcore minstrel blackface. Yeah. So it's 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 some dude in blackface smiling next to someone in a clan. It it almost looks like it's a toilet paper costume. <laughs> but that like could a toilet just paper like, like a toilet paper bride. Yeah, yeah. Except like the whole it's got got the hood and the and the cloak and uh and uh, and that um was jerry falwell's mask or his idea of a mask yeah so do you know where this photo comes from um i feel like i've seen it before but i'm not like placing it so the governor of virginia ralph northam got in trouble right after he got elected 
for having a uh, blackface photo in his yearbook. This is the photo. That's... But the thing is, he actually doesn't remember if he's the one in the clan costume or in the blackface. Oh my god. So he could be either one of these two, and we don't know, and he doesn't know, and nobody knows. So, Falwell, who, like, when we last visited how he was handling coronavirus nonsense, was, like, keeping the school open. I forget, yep. And then closed it because they made him. Mm Mm-hmm. So, he's mad about uh, Northam, who is a doctor. Finally, like, super late. Super late. This was... Uh, that started the month. Um, requiring all people who are out in public places to wear face masks. Like it took him till like the first week of June to institute this. Oh my god! And Falwell was pissed. So his tweet on May twenty seventh says. I was adamantly opposed to the mandate from Governor VA requiring citizens to wear face masks until I decided to design my own. If I am ordered to wear a mask, I will reluctantly comply, but only if this picture of Governor Blackface himself is on it. End lockdown now. Hashtag. Vexit. Hashtag. I, I don't... I... We... No, just don't try. So... <laughs> so... Just like, just give up now. So then uh, a group of 35 different African-American alumni said, who you were using the hashtag LU deserves better in a letter to follow on a change.org petition um, requesting that he delete the tweet and like apologize. Um, and the petition got 37,000 signatures. And wow. they required a public apology, deleting the tweet, and demanding a meeting with Falwell to discuss what happens moving forward. So can you read the tweets, like the tweet thread that he gave on the 8th when he finally succumbed to their demands? The uh, apology tweet? Yes. Thing? Okay. It is loading. Um. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Okay, here is here is his tweets. After listening to African-American LU leaders and alumni over the past week and hearing their concerns, I understand that by tweeting an image to remind all of the governor's racist past, part one of three, I actually refreshed the trauma that had caused and offended some by using the image to make a political point. Based on our long relationships, they uniformly understood this was not my intent, but because it was the result, part two of three, I have deleted the tweet and apologize for any hurt my effort caused, especially within the African-American community. Part three of three. How does that apology make you feel? Like it's nothing. (laughs) 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 Like it's like I was called on my bullshit, so I deleted the tweet. They made me write this. I'm going to go home and pout. Yeah. I really hope like, he actually got that mask made and he has it in his possession. And then, like, later when he dies, like, people will find it and just be like, wow, he never got rid of this. This is who he really was. Yeah, I I feel like that's likely. 
I just like I'm not I'm not surprised Liberty is just constant constantly uh, a money grabbing capitalist Christian mess but mm-hmm. oh this was just a a wild wild moment um, yeah it's so <laughs> it's it's fucked up on many levels like the fact that he thinks that he can I just the fact that he thinks that this is a gotcha to like right wear blackface <laughs> on his face like do, do you realize that, what you do you like that's how are you okay with this because because he doesn't care it doesn't it doesn't even factor into him he's like oh I think this is a funny joke and it's like ha 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 it's there's there's not even a joke there yeah I think <laughs> you're I, just being racist. This is this reminds me a lot of like when I was a kid and I didn't have like I didn't have a lot of like cultural references to like understand and develop my sense of humor. So a lot of my stuff would be like very ridiculous, like gotcha things, yeah. and like everybody would be like, "What? What? What are you trying to do?" And I'd be like, "Never mind. It's only funny to me." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what <laughs> yes. he's doing. Yes. Yeah. Except, you know, he's like a 60-year-old adult man. Yeah. Who should fucking know better. Not an 11-year-old girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, cool, so. cool update on Liberty. This is just such a newsy episode. Fun. I hope you guys don't times. mind that we're, like, not focusing on one thing. I feel like so much has happened in the last like month since we did this. Like, it's been it's been a time. It's been it's been a time. Okay, so uh, let's hand it over to you so you can yell about um, the SCOTUS ruling. Oh yeah, we both so, want to yell about this, but like I'm gonna let you take the lead on it. Yeah. So like two things happened. Well, one really kind of cool and exciting thing um is that is the scotus ruling that happened this week that which says, one there were several come on it's the it's the one that protects queer people from being discriminated against at work so like i can't be fired for being trans or queer um because of how the supreme court has decided to define um, the text of, of that law, which is great and was not what I was expecting. <laughs> no, because Gorsuch had to sign with our side. And he, like, wrote this, like, pissy little, like, well, like, this is not what I d- agree with, but, like, this is how the law has to be interpreted because, like, that's how yeah. you do it. I have to do my job. I don't want to. Yeah, that was totally his whole thing. And... This means I, I can, like, shocked. deck out my office and parade crap when I get back to, like, real yes. campus life. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's, like, that's that's super huge and, like, a big win because it, you know, up until this point has totally been legal in many states to yeah. fire people for being queer and trans. And, like, this is, this is a big deal. But right to work is still a thing, so while they can't say we're firing you – because you're gay, we can be like, you smell bad. We're firing you because you smell bad. 
or, or you're for not no, a culture fit or for no reason at all just like eh, yeah we don't like it it's not yeah. a fit bye yeah so you know it's it's something that should have happened a long fucking time ago and i'm glad it's here now and it doesn't do as much as like it could or it should well like you and i were talking about before the shows before we started recording like this is like a groundbreaking ruling for 20 years ago yeah this is like oh yeah shit this is way overdue and also not even close to far enough yeah yeah so the other side of this is something that did not happen in the supreme court but did happen last Friday, mm-hmm. like the 12th or something. And that was that um, the Health and Human Services Department got the final ruling on Section 1557 of the Affordable Care Act, which, for those of you who did not write a research, research paper on this in 2018, <laughs> um, that is the section that bans discrimination mm-hmm. Um in healthcare, so that's that's the part where like you would not be allowed to be discriminated against. And um, under Obama, all like all it says still is that you're not allowed to discriminate against people on the basis of like race, sex, disability, and ethnicity. Right. It doesn't say gender. Mm-hmm. And this has been the crux of the Trump administration's attack: is saying we should be able to deny trans people coverage because sex is biological and there are only two which like is bullshit ask literally any biologist no like that doesn't like like, like, that doesn't actually (laughs) exist like even the most like bioessentialist scientist is going to be like yeah no sex is not binary yeah but anyway the trump administration wants to say well no this only counts for your sex assigned at birth on your birth certificate And in a lot of places, um, that's not something that you can change if you're a trans person. There are still many states where there is no avenue for you to change your birth certificate. So that sucks and has led to the death of many trans people. Right. um, Because you just can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, it's such bullshit. But anyway, so since since Trump has been in office, they've been going after this one rule to try to discriminate against trans people on the basis of sex. Mm -hmm. And they finally like made got that to be the official ruling through whatever process it is that I'm blanking on now that does that, which means that if I were to like not be in. Well, actually, that's not even true because (laughs) I have faced discrimination in the East Bay for being trans from my fucking health insurance. Oh, you, like only forever. <laughs> only forever this whole time, which is like why the domestic partnership is such a big deal. Right. Um, right. It's really important because, so you can actually have access to health care. Yeah, because the Kaiser insurance is the place to go to mm-hmm. for trans health care. So I can I can do that now. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so it it made it so like. If anyone in the healthcare system doesn't think that you're valid and doesn't see you as a human being and like treating trans people goes against their beliefs somehow, they are now allowed not to treat you. And this has killed so many people because you can just like 
being neglected. And like that has sent me into the hospital multiple times because Mm -hmm. like my hormones were not being watched by my doctor and everything has been bad for the last like two years. Um, It's not good. Yeah. And so that is now um, the ruling that the sex provision does not apply to gender identity. And so basically fuck trans people. Um, right, which is so, so like, a lot of people, like, one of the things I was hearing from people who are not really, like, following this issue, because it's not going to affect them, mm-hmm. <laughs> aka cis people, um, is that, like, oh, well, this court ruling came down because of all the uproar on Friday about Trump, like, rolling back these healthcare protections. And uh, that's... Like, one, the Supreme Court's not going to be, like, influenced by, like, popular demand. Like, that's, like, Yeah, the no, point. that's not the, how that that's works. That's the point. But also, yeah. like, oh, my God, yeah. no. Um, well, and, and the thing, too. Yeah, this, is that, like, these things ruling, do not help each other out. No, like, that ruling doesn't mean that, like, I am allowed, I am, like, required to be able to receive treatment. Like, that ruling just says, if I'm a trans nurse, I can't be fired for being a trans nurse. But it doesn't mean that if I show up to the ER and I get a bigot as my doctor right. and he sees, like, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. and decides not to treat me, that is still allowed. Right. And so it's like, I can I not be fired, but I can't, like, be confident in the medical care that I will receive because I don't have that extremely basic fucking protection that says you cannot discriminate on the basis of someone's sex. It's like so, so basic and so essential. Yeah. And like, this is the thing too, like it's not only going to hurt trans people. It like will especially hurt us, but like, it's like, it it depends on how well someone is performing their gender. (laughs) Right. It's like, it like (laughs) cis people who just don't look right are going to be hurt by this as well. Right. Like any any like kid who's like a tomboy or any any like woman who's like super butch or something like it can it's not it's not just like only going to All affect eggs trans people be because suddenly suddenly people are going to start judging how well you like seem cis. Yeah, it's 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 fucking complicated. So, anyway, so, that's like frustrating. Right. Uh, however, it does bring like so like that that aside, and I also am mad at the Supreme Court for a different ruling that affects my region. Just like a quick sidebar, if you don't know about the Mountain Valley Pipeline, can I rant about this? Yeah, do <laughs> okay. it. If you don't know about the Mountain Valley Pipeline and the um, Red Finch, I think it's the Red Finch tree sits. Um, look it up because, like. If you have the, uh, like, perception of, like, where I live in Appalachia and, like, Western Virginia slash West Virginia being, like, illiterate and, like, conservative, go look this up because you have no idea. There's a history of, like, grassroots activism here that's really, really beautiful and entrenched. And, like, the entire labor movement has been influenced by it. Um, If you don't know Mother Jones, go look her up. Anyway, um, 
they have been over two years, I think it's like they're like closing in on 700 days of like blocking this section of the Mountain Valley Pipeline from crossing into um, the like Bent Mountain uh, something preserve um, and, and also like crossing under the Appalachian Trail. So, like, the the whole history of this whole thing is just very complicated. But, like, the short version is there were bribes and uh, permits were given that, like, shouldn't have been given. And, like, the company doesn't have the ability to, like, actually control erosion. And just, like, hillsides are being wiped out. And, you know, pipelines are super reliable in terms of, like, protecting water sources. And, like, the water is already being contaminated in that area. Like, it's already, like, it's already leaking on the way in and mm. uh it just like the democrats here in virginia have just been like bought by the company basically to like shut up and accept it and so the locals here have been like working really hard to like keep this from happening and there was finally a fourth circuit court ruling that stopped work on the pipeline i think like four months ago maybe five months ago it was in the end of the fall and everybody was really excited about that. But that got appealed up to the Supreme Court. They decided to take it and they overturned, overturned it on no. Monday. So this means that, like, my water my water support source, like, may not be directly affected by it, but my students will be. Uh. It's like, this is, this is, so this, this is the um, Dakota Access Pipeline of Virginia. Like, that's how big it is. Like, that's how big the issue is. And, like, nobody's making noise about it. So I just wanted to yell about it for a second here. <laughs> like, yeah. obviously, this is a regional issue. But, like, come the fuck on. That Ruth, is still bullshit. Ruth Bader Ginsburg voted for overturning that. What? Your liberal hero hates my water. So upsetting. Fuck Dominion. Fuck Dominion power forever. And um, here we are. So, okay. So Monday was like a mixed bag. Yeah. But we can have some fun with the one good thing that happened on Monday. What are you seeing in terms of people's reactions to this this, this one positive ruling? Oh, man. All the, all the conservatives are freaking out about it because their boy Gorsuch... And, like, Roberts were both, like, well, we have to agree with this interpretation, so On a here. technicality, it has to stand. Yeah. Right, right. Cause so, and they don't know what to do with themselves. So how many, how many times have you seen a job application for a, like, Christian or Christian-adjacent organization that required you to sign a statement of faith affirming, like, homosexuality as a sin and like marriage being only between an a man yes, and a woman yes all of them all of them all like of them. every single fucking one so that means every single one of these organizations is now vulnerable to a lawsuit based on that hiring practice you love to see it you love to see it so they're it all so freaked good. they're scared they're scared um oh man like I feel like I should like go b- I feel like I should go back and like read some of the tweets that people have been giving but i can't find them right now but oh my yes. god they're pissed it's it's like cake yeah it's it's so good some people in fact are so scared that they reinvented quiverful 
which like as a reminder is what we came from so they like just saying they like they cannot remember five minutes ago it's so okay okay oh, it's so beautiful so if you don't know the gospel coalition we hate them they're terrible like uh, they're everyone really else terrible. for all the same reasons like john piper's like smoking club that's basically what they are um yeah kevin d young who like his book that like everybody loved was so bad that i literally don't remember anything about it i just remember like even when i was like a hardcore true believer i was like this book is bullshit so he's the one who wrote this this man should know better <laughs> so okay so he's like pissed about gorsuch can i read this paragraph go for it um <laughs> uh, without explicit legal protections religious institutions with traditional read what has been believed for most of western history like also fuck western supremacy um convictions around homosexuality and transgenderism sick will likely likely face a torrent of litigation in the years ahead. Oh, nam, the liberals are playing our game now. Q ADF. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> to add, sorry, just like the delight is too much. I'm gleeful. To add insult to injury for many conservatives, the majority opinion was written by Neil Gorsuch, Trump's celebrated SCOTUS appointee, and note. Many Republican center- senators are backing the surprise ruling as well. The prospect of a Gorsuch-type justice was the reason many Christians voted for Trump. And, of course, he doesn't say this, but, like, what he means is we overlooked the fact that tr- Trump is an immoral rapist bastard in order to get this justice, and then this justice didn't do his fucking job that we bought him for. Yep. Um, I am not making an art. Oh, many of these voters went to bed on Monday feeling disappointed and disillusioned. How did you feel on uh, November 7th, 2016? <laughs> Bitch. Right. <laughs> I am not making an argument for whether it was right or wrong for Christians to vote for Trump in 2016 or whether they shouldn't or shouldn't vote for him in 2020. Please don't troll me in the comments. My point is simply to remind <laughs> evangelicals that politics and politicians will almost always disappoint. Cue, we're all sinners. <laughs> it's always been a mistake to think that we are one president or one Supreme Court justice away from a resounding victory in the culture war. Maybe there are more important ways to promote Christian virtue and preserve Christian orthodoxy in our world. And then he goes off to say... We have a Benedictine option. And I just like, that's a new term for this whole thing that I hadn't heard before and I got to look into it. But what does he mean? You know, this is actually the first time I've seen that term. Like it sounded really familiar. Yeah, it does but... sound very familiar. I need to look it up. Hang on. Let me open this, open this link and dig into it a little. A strategy for Christians in post-Christian nation. What oh, is, is I think, is this what we're calling Quiverful now? This is out in This must be what we're calling Quiverful now. Yeah, it, he, so this was out in 2018. This is after we left, so we did, this is why. Basically, yeah. investing in countercultural church communities and catechizing our own children. Let me underscore the last item. 
I'm asking the question, what does it profit a man if he gets textualist on the Supreme Court but loses his own children? I don't know. Ask my father. <laughs> right. This whole time I'm reading that, I'm like. I'm sorry, but mm, like. You've got honey, a lot of eggs in that basket. This is the problem with these guys. They don't pay attention to their own fucking history. Also. Nope. He uh he definitely does refer to Quiverful here in a new term that I hadn't seen before, and so he like kind of does seem to know about it. Do you can you find the the the, the bingo buzz buzz word that I'm looking at right now? It's in the next paragraph. It's really good. Fourth Hold line. On. I was looking at the like couple bits that I had copied out. I will load. Oh, sorry. Actual okay, I'll read it. Fertility Maximist. Oh my God. You don't have to be a fertility maximist to recognize that children are always lauded as a blessing in the Bible. So, uh, yeah, quiverful fertility maximalist. All right. That's okay. That. (laughs) It seems to me that birth, is this a quote from John Frame? Seems to me that birth control is permissible in many situations, but bears a high burden of proof. It is it maybe it can be a responsible choice, but it's probably overused. What the fuck do you mean? That that sounds like a cherry picking quote. I don't need to like go read the source. There's yeah. oh, there are many good reasons to have a baby at the end of the day, as Jonathan Last maintains. There's only one good reason to go through the trouble a second time because you believe, in some sense, that God wants you to. Like these guys just don't like kids. They like be, yeah. having power, and they don't like kids. And that's he admits it here. Oh my god, I'm so mad. Do you want to rebel against the status quo? Huh? This is my favorite before? part. This is my favorite part. I'm drinking. Like I'm like drinking every single time I hit one of these moments, or I'm like, huh? Harris is much. Yeah. No, that's exactly like that's exactly what that referenced. Like I've seen this before. Oh my god, he's he he does not realize he is reinventing the wheel. Yeah. So, there's almost nothing more countercultural than having more children. C.F. Mary Pride. <laughs> and once yep. we have those children, there's almost nothing more important than catechizing them in the faith, brainwashing them, developing their moral framework, beating the shit out of their boundary system, and preparing them to be deeply compassionate lovers of God, creating no boundaries so that they're codependent, and lovers of people, also codependent, and relentless biblical lovers of truth isolating them from real experiences so that they have nothing to compare it to yep (laughs) exactly (laughs) the future belongs to the second it's time for happy warriors who seek to renew the city and win the culture war by investing in their local church focusing on the family and bringing the kingdom to bear on the world one baby at a time right (sighs) He thinks he's so smart and is probably going to get laid because he wrote that sentence, and I hope not. I hope she has a headache. Right? Or he. We don't judge. But. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, what the fuck? How is this? How is this new and cute? Oh, oh, oh. But there's, there's, um. Also, this really mm-hmm. fun part of that ar- article, mm-hmm. um, this line, that is, presidents and Supreme Court justices will come and go. A child's soul will last forever. 
<laughs> hey, Dad, do I have a soul still? I know. <laughs> now that I am a disgruntled LGBTQ plus activist. <sighs> anyway, so that was the trip. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is going to backfire, dudes. It's already done. We 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 are living proof. Well, he did he did say in in an earlier part of the article that I understand that being a good parent does not guarantee believing children. Right. So that's the whole like if your children rebel that you are not qualified to leave it in the church. And I like really hope that one of Kevin DeYoung's kids listens to this one day. Yes. Hi, we we are here for you. Really. Actually, <laughs> there's a whole club. Actually, We're though, all like, here. There's it's a, okay. We, we will invite you to the party. Yeah. You can join the Slack. <laughs> it's totally fine. We understand. Oh, my God. I just can't believe. I mean, I can, but I just, like, I thought that they would at least wait. Too soon. Another 15 years? Like, it's really soon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody's getting patient because of the apocalypse, but... I didn't realize it was making them also get impatient. Right. I thought they were, like, just waiting for, like, the Antichrist to show up so they could, like, wage full-on war. It just tickles me that, like, this whole framing is, like, this is a new idea. Like, anyone who's existed in the, like, last 30 or so years in this world knows. Like, it's... Lord, (laughs) grant me the, like, hubris of... A mediocre Christian white man who thinks that like every idea that generates from his brain is complete and utter genius and no one's ever thought it before. Actually, don't. I would be insufferable. (laughs) What the fuck? Uh, Oh, the there's also this like great, great line right after. Do you want to rebel against the status quo, which is. Do you want people to ask you for a reason for the hope that is within you? Tote your brood of children through Target. No. It sucked. No. Every time. No, I'm like, I'm triggered now. Shut up. <laughs> it was terrible. Don't. That was awful. I hated it. Never do that to me ever again. It was again. so bad. Never do that to any child ever again. That was so bad. Oh, it was, oh, it was Look, so, so have, bad. Have, have mercy on, if you must be a quiverful parent, have mercy on your kids. And if they want to stay home, let them stay home. Yeah. That's really other. Yeah, to it. it's just. Ugh. Don't drag them to Target every time. No, God. No, you don't. You really don't need to show off like that. Like, please don't. It's it's not fun. It's not fun going through Target and managing like all of my siblings. Do you know what kind of lecture the parents are giving these kids before and after they get into Target? Uh. It goes like this. Okay, kids. We are here to get these three things. We are not here. So you can touch things, keep your hands to yourself. We are Christian witnesses. We are out of school hours. So don't ask any weird questions or don't answer any weird questions. If anybody talks to you, bring it to the parents. Make sure you're keeping your eye on your buddy and don't let them get into anything. And if you do, like the punishment's on you, not your buddy. And yada, 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 yada. Yep. Every single time. If you're really good, maybe I'll make you dinner when we get home. Yeah. Actually, more like we'll give you ice cream or something. But like, yeah, uh, it sucks. It is so stressful and terrible. 
and like and then and then you like are paraded through target as if you're like god's gift to earth and people are oh like God, look at your children they're so well behaved wow don't you know about birth control are they all yours are they all yours or like that horrific or moment like you're <laughs> you were going to yes. this exact same place. Yeah, Go that ahead. horrific moment when, like, you're on your own with, like, two other siblings and someone comes up to you and you're, like, you know, 14 and people are like, oh, are these your kids? And you just, like... They're so cute. It's like, you're such a good mom. Do you know how old I was the first time that happened to me? No. How old were 11. you? 11. Yeah, I was, like, also... I was either 11 or 12. I'd hit almost my full height. And because I didn't stop, I like stopped growing at 13 and I was like, it was 12 where most of it happened, but like, I was like almost 12, sorry, before my 12th birthday. And I was out with Lily, who now has a child of her own. And she was like a year and a half and I had her on my hip in the Christian fucking bookstore. It's always the worst when it happens in the fucking Christian bookstore. Like you think they would get it, right? But no. Right. And my mom... I think my mom didn't even correct them. Like, she came up behind and was like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the, something is wrong here. The worst thing was, like, I was out with my brother and one of the younger kids, and someone came up to us and was like, oh, you're so cute. How old is the baby? And we just looked at that person. Like, like I was 14. He was, like, 12. Oh, they thought you were a couple. And had a child. Yeah, that's happened before. And I'm like, no. No, that's happened before, but, like, not with the kid. Like, my brother and I, like, we both, like, are really good ballroom dancers. And so, like, if we're at, like, a wedding or something, we'll go and ballroom dance with each other. And it's fun. But, like, people will, like, assume we're a couple afterwards. Yeah. It's like, nope. Not not how that mm-hmm. works at all. Gross. Grow away. So gross. <laughs> yeah. So don't. Okay, don't so bring your you- brood through Target. <laughs> Yeah, fuck Kevin DeYoung. Just fuck this article so hard. Like, there are better things to go protest, but if you happen to live in his neighborhood and you want to spend an afternoon picketing his house, I would not object and I might buy you a coffee. Yeah. I feel like you could also throw some condoms over the fence. Not that they would use them. a waste of condoms, Karen. I mean, that's true, but, like, their kids probably don't all want to have kids. Yeah. But they also probably don't know what a condom looks like. They also might be expired by the time they get to you. That's true. I'm just like thinking through. Yeah. That's a good point. (laughs) Look, they they have a Costco membership. They're going to figure it out. It'll be fine. Okay. So where do we want to leave this? Uh, I feel like we went through all of our things. It's been, it's been a month, apparently. It's been a minute. Um, I'll just want to say, like, if you uh, feel inclined to, like, hold your conservative alma mater or, like, Christian private high school or whatever accountable for their racism um, and you want some language, feel free to hit me up and I will help you out with that. Um, I am happy to support with my writing and editing experience on putting anything like that together um because it's timely and it gets them mad 
Might as well. They exactly. want your money. You're not going to give them your money, so give them your opinion. Yes. You have nothing to lose. You already got your diploma or whatever. The worst they can do is, like, send you some mean emails. And you can, like, route them to trash. The worst they can do is refer you to as Mrs. Mrs. Husband's first name. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> uh, Which is like boring. Yeah. And played out. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then go go to your local Black Lives Matter protest. Like this Friday is Juneteenth, which is the celebration of when slavery was fully and totally abolished in the United States. So like took a while to get to texas and texas was the last state and like june 19th june 19th is when it hit um so it's observed as like basically it's african-american fourth of july mm-hmm. and so virginia is finally observing it as a state holiday which is amazing only got rid of lee jackson day this past year holy shit so like they got rid of G- Lee Jackson Day, they made Election Day a holiday, and we're now observing Juneteenth. Wow, which is amazing. So, um, but there's that means there's going to be like a Black Lives Matter protest in your area organized around Juneteenth, probably a vigil or something. Go and participate. Be a like quiet observer. This is not your party, but like go and be there because. Um, just, you know, white bodies showing up to, like, buffer like, yeah. <laughs> between the cops is really important. So important. And please, please, please just use water for tear gas and nothing yeah. else. Because, like, Don't pour everybody milk in is face. so dumb. Dude, milk will give you an eye infection. Anything with, like, other substances will be abrasive. Just use water. Yeah. And wear your mask over your nose and your mouth. Or we will disown you as your queer <laughs> It's just, it's not that hard, I promise. Yeah, please, just just wear your mask. Do not wear a black face mask, just wear a regular mask. Yeah, don't, mask. don't do that. It's so easy to not do blackface. Just don't. It's like the easiest thing. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the music on this episode, as always, is from the band The Heavens and their album Stenazzo. Thanks, John Daniel. We love you. And also thank you, Dave, for editing this together. And thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, you can support us on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash kitchen table cult pod. We have a Slack now. We had a hangout last week. So if you're on Patreon, you already have a Slack invite. Let me know if it doesn't work. Um, and join us there. It's super fun and nice. And there's a picture of Eve's blanket for it. So. <laughs> and everybody posts pictures of their pets. It's great. Yeah. However, that said, like access to our archive is usually is, is like available to patrons only. But if you are a student, if you are unemployed, if you cannot access these things, like we get it. We've been there. We are there. Yeah. Please let us know if you uh, need that. And we will provide that for you. Just shoot us an email at kitchen table cult at gmail gmail.com yep yeah thank you if you have questions same email address reach out we'd love to hear from you yep um the transcripts through through the backlog which we don't have them all done yet but we're having a growing collection they're all on our website which is kitchen and you can find everything else there and thank you for being with us through this weird plague time 
We love you lots. <laughs> Take care of yourselves. Stay healthy. Bye. All right. Bye. Um, do you want me to re-record? I said queer ants. Do you want? No, to I'm here for friend? queer ants. I haven't settled on a non-binary ant, but I like the vibe of ant better. Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure that was okay. <laughs>